The latest edition of the It's a Manual is now available, and this is why it's important to you. Don't hang up that phone. We've found what you're looking for. Welcome to the Let's Talk Cabling Podcast with Chuck Bowser, RCDD. What exactly does RCDD stand for? Registered Communications Distribution Designer. Just the expert you need to ensure your cable plant performs exactly as designed. Now, send the new guy to the truck for a bucket of dial tone and the cable stretchers while you listen to an informative program on telecommunications. Welcome to the show where we tackle the tough questions that are submitted by installers, project managers, estimators, IT personnel, and even customers. On this show, we connect at the human level so that we can connect the world. If you're watching this on podcast on YouTube and you like our content, would you mind please hitting the subscribe button and then the bell button to be notified when new shows are being published? That way you get notified when new content's pushed out. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or some other type of podcast platform, would you mind leaving us a five-star rating? If it's not a five-star rating, get in touch with me. Let me know what I can do to make it a five-star show. Both of these steps help us take on the algorithm so more people can hear this message. Also, don't forget, our After Hours series, we broadcast live Thursday nights, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where you can submit your questions to be answered by your favorite RCDD. That would be me. It's broadcast on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, and now TikTok. If you missed the recorded version, don't worry. They're they're recorded for consumption, later consumption. Send your questions to questions at letstalkcabling.com. I'm already starting to get some questions for the next show. Also, make sure you check out our webpage where you can find all of our recorded podcasts, vlogs, and articles. You can also sign up for our newsletter and other ways to support this learning platform like Patreon, Amazon links, and other donations through PayPal. Remember, this is about encouraging, educating, and enriching the lives of ICT people. So the eighth edition of the Information Technology Systems Installation Methods Manual is now available. You're going to want to pick up a copy of this book. I used to have an older set years ago, and I wanted to purchase the new set. When I interviewed Christopher Hobbs recently on the show, he told me that they were publishing the newest version, so I decided to wait till it came out. Well, now it's out. The book is going to be a valuable resource for anybody in the field or who manages people from the field. This book contains 1,072 pages distributed across 11 chapters with significant changes. Reading, knowing, and applying this information in this book will provide you with a pathway to becoming the best in your field. Now let's take a look at some of the different points of views on why you should be doing this. Let's say you're an apprentice. You will quickly become overwhelmed with all the new acronyms and the practices that we do in the field. A great technician will not only want to know how to do this work, but also why is it done that way. Think of it this way. If you wanted to buy a drone and you wanted to fly to make money, but you've never owned a drone before, you should be like a sponge absorbing all the information you can on how to do so and do it legally. I bet you would buy information or or courses so that you could pass your Part 107 license to start up. Am I right? Well, as an apprentice, you will find that you solely rely on 
what your supervisor is teaching you or your mentor is teaching you. Well, guess what? You may not get the whole complete picture. You might not even be correct. There's a lot of people in our industry who were taught wrong. This book will give you a clear understanding of the right information on how to do it and give you the background on why you should do it. As an experienced field person who has been doing this type of work for many years, you may think, eh, I don't need to read this book. But going back to my previous point, you may have been taught wrong. You should also be striving to learn at least one new thing every day in our industry. Also, as an experienced person in the field, you're going to have to keep current with all the new codes, the new standards, and all the new technologies that are always coming out. This book will help you do just that. Looking at it from a supervisory type of role, if you're a supervisor or a company, you can use this book as the backbone for a quality program and training materials. This will eliminate the many different points or views which may or may not be correct. It can also help you if you decide to create a program to how to evaluate potential new employees during the new hiring process. So let us take a look at what changed in this book. And these, these things come directly from the Bixie website. So the first thing, optical fiber and copper cable media types to include the current category ratings, classifications for copper, and for fiber for OM and OS designations. A lot of times web pages out there will always fail to include things like the new things like OM5, OS1A, and other designations. The second thing is information related to premise passive optical networks or PONs and centralized optical fiber cabling. It's also going to contain tables and information related to conduit fill requirements based on the current applicable codes. It's also going to contain information related to installation involving utility columns, microducts, information specific to data center installations. Have you ever tried wiring up a data center lately? It's also going to contain information concerning project management, including applicable information like documents prior to beginning an installation, conducting site surveys, required project documentation, project meetings, and the materials for handling storage information related to applications such as project management. It's going to give you information on voice over internet protocol and unified communication systems and MPTL implementation. Information related to specialty systems. Installations such as building management systems, electronic safety and security, and also wireless. Information and procedures for developing job plans, conducting site surveys based on industry best practices, and additional information on requirements for coordinating with other trades and disciplines. It's also going to give you information on cutover procedures, information on safety considerations, including additional information on personal protective equipment, typical safety hazards present on a worksite, and safety planning procedures. Information concerning retrofits and upgrades, including ICT technologies and applications. I'm really excited about this one. They're including, for the first time ever, color photographs and graphics to help illustrate components and procedures that you're going to find for methodologies inside the ICT installation activities because it's just going to make it more like a, a easy document to read than a technical document. You're also going to find added information regarding compliance with any physically challenged person's access and with the Americans with Disabilities Act requirements. It also has added information on professionalism, topics which include ethics, 
conduct licensing and certification, appearances, communication skills, general updates to reflect current and applicable codes, standards, and industry best practices. Remember, like I said, like the MPTL? Additionally, updated Appendix A information concerning project specifications per the current version of the CSI Master Format. For those who don't know about the CSI Master Format, it's a numbering system that was introduced in 1963, which would allow trades to order or fabricate along a numbering system. Initially, there were only 16 divisions, and ironically, the communication contractor or work usually fell either in Division 16 with the electrical or wasn't even in there at all. That meant a lot of times our concerns were never addressed during the design of a building. Remember, it's easier to change something when it's just a drawing on the wall. I even remember when Bixie was pushing CSI to include a division for us. I once went to a conference where we all wore Division 17 pins. We all, when they revised the CSI Master Format, they, were, they did include us, but not as Division 17, but as Division 27, because they rewarded the way it was all organized. New installations, specific glossary and symbols, and acronym abbreviations are another new thing in this book. As you can see, this book is going to help those in the field become more proficient in their craft. This is for what you're going to be dealing with in the field, no matter what role you play, unlike the TDMM, which is really geared towards designers and estimators. If your goal is to become an RCDD one day, this would be a good foundation for you to build on. Now, I'm not saying that reading this is going to help you pass the RCDD test, but if you're going to be managing people in the field, this will give you a good, strong understanding of how to do it and how to do it the correct way. If you plan on taking the installer or technician exam, it will be based on the 8th edition beginning April 29th of 2022. Courses based on the 8th edition will begin on March 7th, 2022, and the last day to take an exam on the 7th edition will be March 11th, 2022. So they are rolling this into a new program pretty quickly. I purchased my copies as soon as I found out they were available for purchase. Let's talk about price. Everybody wants to know, how much is this going to cost me? If you want to buy a printed or digital copy, it's going to cost you $240. $220 if you're a Bixie member. They also offer combination purchases where you can get both a digital and a printed copy for $290. $260 if you're a Bixie member. For $40 more, you get two copies. Sometimes I find it easier to find information in a digital copy by using the search functions. And it's easier to transport around, i.e., like, for example, on your laptop. But if I'm trying to read to absorb information, I prefer a printed copy. I'm just an old guy. Last year, I purchased an edition, the latest edition of the TDMM and ran a voluntary study group for about 20-ish people. I did that for two reasons. The first one is self-serving. I know myself, and I know that if I have people dependent upon me, I will get it done. I know that if I had to get my reading done for the next meeting, I would do it. It kept me accountable. I'll be doing another TDMM study group, so watch out for the announcements coming out soon, probably within the next week or two. I'm also going to do a study group for the ITSA manual. So if you want to read this book and participate in a study group to help become a better understanding of this content, whether you want to take the installer or technician test, or just become better, Watch out for that announcement as well. It will probably also be coming out in about two weeks. 
I think anybody would be hard-pressed to read through the ITSM or the TDMM manuals and not learn something new. Let me know in the comments if you plan on purchasing this new version of the ITSM manual in the comments section below, or send me an email. Remember, until next time, knowledge is power. And get this book. That's it for this episode of today's podcast. We hope you were able to learn something. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future content. Also, leave a rating so we can help even more people learn about telecommunications. Until next time, be safe.